0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. And today, I do not have a guest. I have planned on actually doing a solo show once a quarter. So today is the solo show, and I am going to break down the four streams of revenue in my business and how I built my business to what it is in a little over three years. So if you are wondering about how to make money from home, because yes, I do all of this from home. I mean, sometimes I do it in different places, wherever there's Wi-Fi, all I need is Wi-Fi. So if you are interested in making money from anywhere with Wi-Fi, then you are going to love this episode. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. I have to start off by talking about why I titled this podcast How to Make Money from Home, and that's just because I do SEO keyword research. And when it came to making money, how to make money from home is searched a lot. But I was really discouraged and upset by what came right after. What came right after was how to make money fast online. I get it. We all wish we could make money fast online. But come on, people. Why are you Googling that? Do you really think you're going to find something that shows you how to make money fast online? And then the one right after that is even better. How to make money online for free. Seriously? If it were that easy, we would all be making money online fast and for free. Like, this is just a testament to how lazy people are. So, when I break down my four streams of revenue and how I'm building my business, If you're interested in making money fast or making money for free, then you should stop listening because that's just not realistic and that's not how it works. So that's why I went with the how to make money from home title because that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. And I have built my business to half a million dollar business, which I'm super excited about, but... I'm not telling you that because I'm keeping all half a million dollars. I say I have a multiple six-figure business because I'm actually profiting multiple six figures. And this is what bothers me about people who always talk about how much money they're making. And I think it's important for people to talk about how much money they're making, especially if they're in the business of helping other people grow their businesses. Because I know when I hired my first business coach... I wanted to make sure she was making a lot of money. I wanted to make sure her clients were making a lot of money and I wanted to make sure that those clients were renewing with her. That's how I hire my coaches. So. I do think it's important because now I do mentor other business owners that you know how much money I'm making, but I'm not telling you what I'm grossing. I'm going to tell you what I'm profiting because something that I see a lot of is people get online and they say they have multiple six-figure businesses or they say they have seven-figure businesses and they're profiting nothing. I know one person, I see her Facebook ads and she is talking about how she's making so much money. But what she doesn't know is her assistant is telling other people that she's in debt. She literally is not making a dime because she's spending seven figures to have a seven-figure business. So when you hear somebody saying they have six-figure launches or they have multiple six-figure businesses, you need to take into account how much money they're spending to get there. And most people will leave that out. And honestly, it's just so easy to get online and post anything you want. So don't believe everything you read either. So I tell you that I have a multiple six-figure business that I have built in a little over three years because I have profited. Multiple six figures. You will never hear me say I have a seven figure business until I have profited seven figures just because I think it's misleading. And if you do hear me say that, then I'm going to tell you I'm not profiting seven figures, but my business has brought in seven figures. So just wanted to lay that out a little foundation, a little housekeeping to put all of this into perspective. I have Four streams of revenue in my business. It didn't start as four. It started as probably honestly like 20 because at the beginning, you're doing anything and everything to make money. So you're throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and hoping something sticks. Luckily, I had a bunch of stuff and I had a good arm and I had lots of walls for things to stick on. And I was willing to do what a lot of people weren't willing to do. So when I first started my business, Backtrack. I was a TV reporter and anchor for 10 years. I worked at a PR agency for six months and it was in that job where I realized nobody was going to give me the flexible schedule that I wanted. I was looking for it. I was looking for it. I was looking for it. Everybody wanted me to commute at least an hour one way to sit in front of a computer all day. I got Wi-Fi at home. I can save my makeup. I can save my time blow-drying my hair. I can save getting dressed in nice clothes. I can save the commute, and I can get a hell of a lot more done at home on Wi-Fi than I could spending hours commuting and sitting in an office with people I didn't like. I mean, let's keep it real. With people that I didn't like to make a paycheck. And the work that I was doing was only making somebody else more money. I was getting a fraction of money that was coming in when I was doing about 99% of the work. So I said, screw this. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to do this on my own. And that's when I think, at the very beginning, when you have to make money, you take whatever you can get. You don't charge what you're worth. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, but. If you're desperate to make money, you will take what you can get. So I was way undervaluing myself. And at one point, I think I counted like 19 clients. And I was doing this all on my own. I was miserable for like the first year and a half. I was working 12 hours a day. And I was not a pleasant person to be around because I was constantly stressed. And I was making okay money. Like for doing everything on my own, there were some months where I would make $11,000. And I got to keep it all because I didn't have anybody to pay. I wasn't using a whole lot of fancy schmancy software that I had to pay for either. It was really just my time and my expertise that people were paying for. But then I would have months where I would make a thousand bucks. And then I'd have months where I'd make 2,000 bucks. It was very inconsistent. And during that time, I was soaking up everything I could online, all the free content, which was great, but I I don't suggest doing that. If I had to do it all over again, I would have invested in a coach so I would know what to do with that content because I was following all of these experts online, getting different things in different places, but I didn't have a strategy, I didn't have a roadmap, a step one, do this. Okay, how did that go? What worked and what didn't? Now let's go to step two. And that's the importance of investing in a coach. So I would say my big regret looking back now is not investing in somebody who could walk me through what to do with all of the information I was consuming and how to apply it to my specific situation in my specific business. So I was doing everything I could in as many ways as I could to bring in money. And I called myself a professional freelancer. Because at the time, that's what I wanted to be. I just wanted to maintain my lifestyle and be a professional freelancer. And then I had lunch with um, a man named Stu, who's also in PR. He has his own PR agency here in South Florida. We work together on a few things here and there. And he told me, stop calling yourself a freelancer. That's like calling yourself a housewife. Like, yeah, that's nice and all, but people don't take you seriously. Call yourself a business owner. And it was just that one conversation and I was like, I don't know what happened but something clicked for me and I was like, yeah, freelancer does sound very amateur but business owner, like, that's legit and I'm legit. So I called myself a business owner and then I started building more of an agency model, a PR agency and this is my first stream of revenue that I'm gonna talk about because this is what is responsible for most of my income. Now, I don't know what the exact number is. I'm not good at math, and I haven't run the percentages, but if I had to guess, I would say 80% of the money I bring in is from my PR agency, and I am able to do this because I have built a team. So this all started with one client, and I was having a hard time landing stuff for him. He was in the pharmaceutical business. So think hard news, we got to reach journalists who are writing about healthcare care, and It just so happened to be around the 2016 presidential election. So it was really hard to get anybody's attention off of the crazy things the Trumpster was saying at the time. So I brought on somebody to help me. And even though I was making a little less money because I had to pay her, it was so worth it because I was less stressed. I could rely on somebody else. And I could do other things because I had more time. And all that free content I was consuming, I was hearing you have to learn to let go. You have to let go control. You have to put other people in charge of certain things in your business. And you have to let go of money because you cannot scale a business if you are not willing to spend money. Because I think a lot of new entrepreneurs are very scared of spending money. They're afraid they're going to put it out there and they're not gonna get anything back. You have to get over that fear and you have to just do it or else you are never going to grow. So I had the one client and then I had the one person helping. And then after that, any new client my agency brought on, I always brought on another publicist. And I have amazing publicists who most of them are former media people because I love working with former media people because we're on just a different level. Like when you're on the receiving end of – what publicists send out, like I was when I was in TV, and you're actually in a newsroom all day every day for 10 years, you just have a different perspective. So I have a lot of former media people on my team who help me pitch. And now I am not working in my agency. I'm working on it. So I have a team of about six now. Most of them are publicists. I have a social media person. I have a web person. And I have an assistant slash project manager. And that's the most recent role that I filled just because I want her to help me make sure my business is running if I am away for a few days. And it is such a relief to know that the agency can really run without me. It doesn't. I'm still involved. (laughs) I'm very much involved in the agency. I'm copied on every email. Um, I'm still talking to clients, but I'm not doing it by myself, which isn't just good for me, but it's good for the clients, especially when we talk about something in a field like media, where it's very creative. There is no right and wrong, different strokes for different folks. It's good to have different minds working. So that is my PR agency model, and again, I'll go back to why investing in a coach is so important. I have doubled my income every year since I started for three years. So, um, I think my first year it was like six months. I made like thirty thousand. After that, it was sixty. After that, it was one twenty. After that, it's two forty. So. You know, that all equals up to about half a million dollars in the three plus years I've had my business. And I don't think I would have been doubling in size like I have been in these last couple of years if I did not invest in a business coach to tell me exactly what to do and how to do it. I would go do what they would tell me to do. And then I would come back and I would say, okay, I just did this, what's next? And that's what you should be doing if you are investing in a coach. And I do suggest that you do that because it is the only way to grow. And it's scary, I get it. When I first invested, I put down $15,000 on a credit card. And I did not have $15,000 just laying around because at this point, I was making 60,000 a year. So when you're making 60,000 a year and you're living in sunny South Florida, That's like making $30,000 a year living in Ohio, just to put it into perspective. Um, And if I did not invest in that coach, I would not have doubled my business the next two years. So I suggest getting out of your comfort zone, putting some money on a credit card, and doing exactly what you're told to do so you get it all back and more. Again, that's my PR agency model. Bringing in the most money but not taking up a whole lot of my time because I built a team. Because I was getting a lot of people reaching out to me to be PR agency clients, but they didn't want to spend the money, I created a media mentoring program. And this is my second stream of revenue. I would say this is probably responsible for about 10-ish percent of my income, if that. Um, And... That's because this is a much lower price point, and I'm dealing with new entrepreneurs who, again, don't feel comfortable spending money. They don't want to spend money on anything, Um, which is unfortunate because I know if they did, they would be so much more successful than they are now. And again, I go back to the SEO research because too many people are searching how to make money fast and how to make money online for free. Um, But many people would come to me. They wanted exposure. They had these businesses, but nobody knew about them, and they needed people to know about them, but they didn't have thousands of dollars a month to shell out to a PR agency. So I said, all right, fine. Let me just make something for you. I'll create something, and I will just tell you what I would do for you if you were my client, and you just have to execute it. I'll put together some videos so you can watch those videos on your own time and then we'll get on calls and you can tell me what you're doing and what's working and what's not working. Tell me where you want to be. I'll get you the contact information of who to contact. Send me your pitch. I'll revise it. I'll tweak it. We'll go over it. Basically, I am your media slave for three months in this media mentoring program. And if you just do what I say, you'll get coverage. And I'm very open and honest about how this is a long-term game. It's not quick. You are not going to make money fast. This is like playing the stock market. But if you stay with it for at least six months, you will start seeing results. And I don't just talk about earned media. I talk about how your own media plays into it and so much more. A lot under the media umbrella. So I saw a need for this. So I created this. And when people would reach out to me and they would give me the money objection, I would say, okay, well then here's this. You can start for as little as $347 a month. That is it. And I will share, you know, specific stories of how I've, you know, gotten $26,000 from the results of one podcast interview. I've had clients who are not making any money in their business Get coverage on the Today Show and get in front of 4 million people with a side hustle. So if you can see the benefits of that, but you are not willing to spend $347 a month to get those results, then I can't help you. Then we have a mindset problem. So I work with solopreneurs and new entrepreneurs on their mindset so they can understand that they are worthy of this coverage. They do deserve this coverage if they are an expert in their industry, if they do have something to share. And I help get them there in the media mentoring program. I'm still doing private mentoring. It's not a group program. It is one-on-one. So you do get a lot of specific One-on-one coaching, tailored, customized, everything is just directed for you right now. In 2019, I probably will move to group just because I can't private coach a whole bunch of people. I am talking about this program at an event in San Diego in um, November in just a couple of weeks. So I'm going to be very full with private clients. So in 2019, this will probably move to a group program instead of a private coaching situation as it is now. So that's my second stream of revenue. My third and fourth probably tie when it comes to bringing in money. One is TV hosting. So I still do some on-air stuff. Um, I do some stuff with Lifetime TV. They have a few morning shows. One is called The Balancing Act, and the other is called Designing Spaces. I also do some work here locally in Palm Beach, Florida for the Palm Beach Civic Association. Um, and then I mix a little bit of the hosting with my lifestyle blog, which is my fourth and final stream of revenue. My lifestyle blog is fun. Um, It's like a fun, creative outlet. I get great opportunities for myself and my family. And I don't pitch myself. I just don't make time to do it because I focus more on what is making money instead of what is not making money. However, like I said, the Lifestyle Blog still does make money because people do reach out to me. I get emails, I get messages on Instagram where people do want to work with me. And that's where the Lifestyle Blog makes money. It could make more if I put more effort into reaching out to brands. Um, I keep it updated. I'm obviously very active on social media, not just as a local lifestyle blogger, but also just as somebody in PR and somebody in the media industry. There is so much overlap in PR and blogging and being a micro-influencer that it all kind of goes together. So a lot of the TV hosting stuff that I do, I get because of the lifestyle blog. A lot of the lifestyle blog stuff that I get is because I am a TV host. And obviously, blogging and TV hosting, that all falls under the PR umbrella as well. So my four streams of revenue, I have the PR agency, I have the media mentoring program, I'm a TV host, and I have a lifestyle blog. Those are all under the media PR umbrella. And I think that's why they all work, and they all kind of play off of each other. I've had people reach out to me for coverage on my lifestyle blog, and then they turn into PR agency clients. I've had people find me for TV hosting gigs because they found my lifestyle blog. A lot of people want, a lot of these production companies, they want a quote unquote influencer, if you want to know why I'm putting that in quotes, make sure you check out a previous podcast episode, um, episode number eight on ways to work with influencers because Angela Cruz and I get into that. Um, But a lot of people want influencers to be the TV host because you share it with your audience and then you get more views, whether it be on TV or online for whatever you're promoting on air. So I think it's important to have multiple streams of income because you don't want to lose one and be screwed. You always want to be playing with some. Um, And I think it's great that they overlap, especially just because of my industry, there is a lot of overlap in what I do. And I did this all without ever having an office. So to bring this back to how to make money from home, I have never had a home office. I don't rent office space. For me, that would be a complete waste of money. All of my publicists are spread out. I have most of my team here in South Florida, but I have a publicist based in New York. I have another publicist based in Arizona because I want to bring on the best people. And sometimes when you go outside of a certain radius, you are exposed to better people. So I would not have an office and only hire people who are local when, again, all you need is Wi-Fi. I have clients who are earning national coverage. They're not necessarily a local brand. They want national coverage. So why not hire somebody who's great at pitching a certain client in a certain industry nationally? So that's why I don't have an office. I want to work with a variety of people in a variety of places If all you need is Wi-Fi, why am I going to spend money on a building? Pay for rent, pay for insurance, pay for lights, pay for phones, pay for everybody else's equipment when we all have laptops and computers with Wi-Fi. It makes it simpler on me as a business owner, and it makes it easier on the people on my team because they can work from wherever they feel comfortable to get the job done. So... That is why I don't have an office and why I work from home. And it's also important to mention, I don't even have a home office. I literally, since I started, I have had two homes since I started my business. My first home, I had a corner in the family room. I had literally a corner desk in the family room and that's where I did everything. And now I have this beautiful wall of built-in bookshelves. Okay, this is like a little obsession of mine. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I am at Christina all day. And I have a post that I posted just a couple of weeks ago that will show you this new beautiful wall of built-in bookshelves that Johnny, thank you Johnny, built me from scratch. This has been like a dream of mine. The sliding ladder is going up um, very soon. It's sitting in the garage. I just need Johnny to come and get it up here. And then my life will literally be complete. But anyway, I am in one of these little cutouts in my built-in bookshelves. This is where I've built my business. So, You can do almost anything from home. All you need is Wi-Fi. And if you don't have Wi-Fi, go to the library. One day, I lost power where I live, and I went to the library, and I kept on keeping on. Because all you need is Wi-Fi. You can build any business from home. But please, stop searching how to make money fast online and how to make money online for free. Because if you're looking for something quick and easy, it's not going to happen, and you're being lazy. So... Again, the way I built my business to what it is has been by working a hell of a lot at the beginning. I wasn't strategic because I didn't really know how to be strategic. All of these people I was learning from were strategic, but they weren't teaching me how to be strategic. And when they were speaking to me, they were really speaking to a bunch of people at once because I wasn't getting any one-on-one care. So when I started getting more personalized, one-on-one help, I started doubling my business and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. So now my goal, well, I don't know if I want to say it's my goal. I was going to say my goal is to continue to double my business every year just because that's what I've done the last three years. However, I'm fine with where I am. And if you listen to a past podcast episode with Paige Filiator, We talked about the one reason your sales funnel isn't working, and it really just came down to the fact that you don't even know why you want money from a sales funnel. Everybody says they want multiple six figures or seven figures, but it's like, well, what are you going to do with the money? I'm not a fancy car kind of person. I'm not a name brand clothes or bags kind of person. So when it comes to what I do with money, I really, I mean, everybody has their lottery plan, right? We all just did not win the Mega Millions for $1.6 billion unless you're that one person in South Carolina who's listening. Congratulations to you. But my big lottery plan is to go to the spa a lot and get a lot of massages and facials and manis and petties. You don't need a million bucks for that. My husband's goal is to eat a lot of food. And I know that sounds very weird. I agree. It's odd. But he likes to eat food. So... He would like to go to like Lucky's Market and the Fresh Market and Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and just get a whole bunch of food and cook it and eat it. You don't need multiple six figures to do that. So when I break down what I want money for, it's really nothing to buy. It's more just for a sense of freedom, where if I want to take a day off, I can take a day off and go to the movies, which I actually plan on doing very soon, because everybody's talking about this A Star is Born movie, so I feel like I should go see it, and I don't think my husband would ever go with me, so I'll just go do a, a solo matinee, which I actually like to do. Um, I do that every once in a while, and it's a lot of fun for me. So I would like to double my business every year. I would like to... Make some money to buy an investment property. I live in South Florida. I'm a big Chip and Joanna fan, so I want to buy a fixer-upper. But when you make your money goals, you have to be very clear on why you want that money and how much you want it. And I wasn't very clear. A few, um, again, I talk about this in the Instagram post about my built-in bookshelves. A few years ago, We were at an event with my business coach and I said, I wanted to make, I wanted to profit $400,000 that year so I could build built-in bookshelves in my house. And my business coach said, what kind of freaking bookshelves are you making that cost $400,000? And I was like, oh, well, they don't cost that much, but I would just feel comfortable if I had that much. You know how much these things cost to put in? Like, not even $5,000, not even 5000 And I thought I could not do it until I hit 400000 There's no rhyme or reason for it. So when you're thinking about making money from home, when you're thinking about building your business or adding a stream of income, go back to why and how much you want to make. Because again, everybody wants it to be easy. Everybody wants it to be fast. And it doesn't work like that. Um, I also work with Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. I'm in one of his masterminds. And he says you have to slow to grow. And that is so true. I recently read Essentialism, which is kind of like the book, The One Thing. You focus on one thing until you're super successful at it. And then when that is in a spot where you can maintain it, then you go on to the next. So that's kind of what I've done. And any future decisions that I make in my business, I'm going with that attitude is I need to slow to grow because I'm at the point where I'm not in a hurry. I'm okay. I have a successful business that's bringing in consistent revenue. Remember I talked about at the beginning, it was very inconsistent and that makes you nervous. You're always afraid of where's the next lead gonna come from? How am I gonna make money next month? I have consistently been profiting five figures for a year and a half now. I think maybe before that, there were a couple that were under five-figure months, but that gives you a sense of comfort, and you cannot stress, and you can chill out, and you're not worried. And when you get to that point, you have to stop looking at what the fun, sexy thing is to do next. You have to keep doing the boring stuff over and over and over again until you have that consistent income month after month after month and you really have to check your shiny object syndrome. You can't be distracted by squirrels everywhere because there's a lot. You need to focus on one thing until it's perfected and then move on to the next. And if you can do that, you will make money and you can do it from home because, again, all you need is a great Wi-Fi connection. So if you have any questions about anything, if you want me to get specific on anything, please let me know. Um, I would love for you to send me an email at christina at more.com. You can also comment on any Instagram post at Christina all day. I'm also on Twitter at Christina all day. And I do want to hear your questions because one of my best friends, Mandy in Columbus, hi Mandy, shout out. She told me, that she's got a bunch of questions for me. And she started asking me all these questions. And she said, you know what? You should have somebody interview you on your podcast and just ask you a bunch of questions. And I said, OK, cool. You can do it. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Yes, Mandy, I'm making you do it. But I need questions. So you need to give me your questions. I will ask in an Instagram post. And you can leave it in the comments. And then I'm also going to send out an email. It's my list. So I can find out what you want to know. And we can talk about it on maybe the next quarterly podcast episode. So now I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to grow what I've started, my one things. So with my agency, I wanted to bring on a project manager and an assistant to kind of be a mini-me, and I did that. So that was my one thing for my agency this quarter, done. For my media mentoring program, And for my agency, I guess it all kind of goes together. Remember, I told you there's a lot of overlap. I want to grow this podcast. It is new, this is only episode 12, and you can help me do that. So if you are liking what you're hearing, please subscribe if you haven't already. And I also want you to leave me five stars because, and also a a review because my podcast is new it is hard to get bumped up in the search. And if you leave me a review and you leave me five stars, that moves me up a little bit so more people can find it. So that is one of my big goals, is to get more ears. I was going to say eyes, but we're talking ears now. To get more ears on my Become a Media Maven podcast. So I would appreciate your help with that. And I'm also... Just launching literally last week, I finished my three-day media class. And this is called Pitch, Publicity, Profit, where I am teaching small business owners how to pitch themselves to the media to get publicity and profit off of that media. Because this is brand new, I want to get some people into this three-day media class. You can do that by going to MediaMavenAndMore.com publicity and start. It's just three days. It teaches you how to pitch. And I am sharing an exact pitch from one of my media mentoring clients who has earned coverage from that pitch. The publicity, how to get the publicity, because listen, it's not as easy as how to make money fast online, how to make money for free. It is you pitch and then you follow up to get the publicity. Like all of your ducks have to be in a row to get publicity. This is a competitive thing, but if you do it right, you can actually get it. And then after you get that publicity, no, people don't come banging down your door. Very rarely will that happen. Has it happened? Yes, but it's rare. You actually have to do PR on your PR to get profit. So I'm going to show you how you can turn that publicity into profit in three days. So head to MediaMavenAndMore.com publicity to get in that media class. My TV hosting, I don't have a one thing for that because honestly, I just take it as it comes. I don't have an agent anymore. I just rely on people finding me and reaching out. And then if I like the gig, I take it. If it fits with my schedule, I'll do it. My lifestyle blog, again, it's on the back burner. When people reach out, just like with TV, I take it. I do want to put more umps into the lifestyle blog and focus on it a little bit more because it's fun for me. It's not a big money maker, but it's a fun thing for me to do. So I am going to allow myself to take a little bit of time away from my business, hence hiring the assistant and project manager. So I can do more fun things like my lifestyle blog. And then in 2019, um, I think we're gonna be really focusing on a YouTube strategy. Um, As you heard on the podcast, episode four – we talked to Amy Landino, who is insane on YouTube, how to use YouTube to grow your business. I mean, she's grown an insane business using YouTube. In a couple of weeks, we're also gonna hear from Sunny doozy who is another YouTube star who teaches people how to make money on YouTube by selling their online courses and whatnot. So super excited for that interview, but I think I'm gonna put uh, YouTube on the list of things to do next year just because it's really stupid that I'm not using it Strategically, when I have a background in video and being on TV. Um, But we will cross that bridge when we get to it. All right, folks, we're still in 2018. We still have more than two months left to go. So I hope everybody enjoyed this solo episode. Um, And I am looking forward to next week where we are going to hear from my good friend. She's also in one of the coaching programs that I am in. Her name is Alexis Caldecott. And I love what she does because she teaches people how to make five or six figures from events. Like, and I'm not talking about even if you sponsor an event or you speak at an event. Yes, that counts too. But from going to an event, like as a guest at an event. And I do suggest getting out and going to events. And she's going to teach you how you can do more than just network, but actually make money. So that is coming up next week. I hope everybody has a happy Halloween. I'll see you guys next week.